This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on 105.5 FM WNSP. Online at WNSP.com. If it's happening in golf along the Gulf Coast, we're at the heart of it. Brought to you by State Farm Agents, Tim Simmons and Paul Simmons, Ward International Trucks, The Grand Hotel, McMurray Contracting, Edwin Watts, Hancock Whitney Bank, Dan Hart LLC, The Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Infirmary Health, Cooper Restaurants, and Terry Thompson Chevrolet. Now with the very latest PGA and local golf news, here's John Ricchetti. It is 6.02 p.m. on a beautiful Monday afternoon, and you're listening to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show live from Terry Thompson Chevrolet in Daphne, Alabama. If this doesn't sound like John Ricchetti, it's because it's not. I'm your host tonight, Danny Spivey, and I am live here in the big old cruiser here in Daphne, Alabama at Terry Thompson Chevrolet. We are live, and what a beautiful Monday. Uh, my main man, John, is is on hiatus. Well, I wouldn't say he's on hiatus. He's doing a little side work right now, and I'm not trying to get him in trouble with anybody because everybody knows, but uh, his son, JJ, is the assistant coach at the UAB uh, for the UAB men's golf team, and John went over to be a volunteer coach. Uh, they asked him to be a volunteer coach for the Conference USA Championship in which J.J. and uh, the UAB Blazers are there. So while John's gone, I am joined right here in the Battle Cruiser itself with my main man, Neil Frazier, the director of golf at uh, Lakewood Golf Club, the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa. Neil, how you doing today, buddy? Great, Danny. Great. Good to be here. Another nice, beautiful day, beautiful weekend, so you can't beat it. I, like I said, I hope everything goes well for John out in Texarkana. Texarkana, where, that's correct. Where's that? So that's on the Arkansas border. Yep. Uh, it's Texarkana Country Club, I guess, is, okay. is what it's called. All we right. can maybe look it up like that. And also, the, the nice young man just walked right in the door right here, Mr. Billy Pomeroy, the... Uh, uh, the club director at Lakewood Golf Club at the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa. Belly, how are you doing today, buddy? Good. How are you? Man, just getting. It's a little warm in here. We're getting yeah. the air going. Of course, I'm joined <laughs> by my main man, Michael Bronner, back at the studio. Nick Wiggins here driving the bus and putting the butt, pushing the buttons. And uh, Bronner, it was a beautiful weekend, buddy. And uh, we're going to talk about what I did this weekend. And, uh, and, well, actually since Wednesday, but uh, what did you have going on this weekend? Did you get oh out on the links at all? No, no, I went to Tuscaloosa and, and watched the spring game, which which was pretty spectacular. You couldn't have uh, drawn up a more perfect day to be in Bryant-Denny Stadium, but, no, I unfortunately did not get out on the links, which I probably should have. But, you know, there's 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 time. So did you watch any golf? Did you get a chance to watch any of the Zurich? I saw, I saw Davis Riley got it done. Yeah, a little yeah, old timer, Davis that. Riley. Yep, yep. And yeah, uh, two, two, we're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, got a great chance to go over there on Wednesday and um, watch up close and personal. My man Tom Hogan, Harris English, a uh, good buddy of mine. I played golf at Alabama with uh, Henry Diana is the caddy for Tom Hogan. And I took my son Jackson over there and and a couple buddies. And uh, and Jackson Bronner got to walk. And Neil, you'll like this. You saw some of my pictures on Facebook. Billy, you'll enjoy this. Got to walk with him for about seven holes inside the ropes during the practice round. Watch these guys hit the ball. Yeah, I saw wow. that on your Facebook, Danny. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty neat experience. Uh, Henry and I, you know, kind of keep in touch yeah. a lot. And uh, we hey, showed up. Know people. And we Well, we yeah. showed up on 14, you know, tee box. And I waved at Henry. He came over and. Gave us all a hug, and they introduced him to my son, Jackson. And 
Then on, uh, you know, about two minutes later, he turns around and he looks at Jackson. He says, uh, hey, Jackson, you want to walk with us? And he said, yeah, we're going to follow you all. And uh, he threw him a badge, a caddy badge, and he walked through the ropes for about six holes. That's awesome. And uh, I was far off in the distance, you know. And I was trying to zoom in pictures Not and stuff. Not for you, Dad. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, anything anything for your son, nice. right? Isn't that, that nice? But uh, it was a great experience, yeah. and I uh, got a chance to go over there on Saturday as well, Billy, and uh, see some of the action going on. Let me tell you something. You know, and, Neil, we're going to talk about this during the show. It's going to be one of our topics because we have the Mexican Open coming up yeah. next week on the PGA Tour. Fabulous event, beautiful destination. I think two inside the top 50 are playing in it. So, uh, you know, we'll talk about the dynamics of that. And then also, uh, I really enjoyed the atmosphere. The Zerk does such a great job putting on a party in New Orleans, basically, is what they did. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, all the hospitality tents, you know, and, and, and just big crowds on Saturday and a lot of action going. Got to see Charlie Hoffman, Hoffman's ace. Oh, I was did you? right behind him, and it, like, scared me because the crowd went crazy, yeah. right? And, uh <laughs> I just, at that moment, I thought of, man, what do you think the sound sound like, you know, at Augusta when so, Tiger was in his uh, prime? I mean, seriously. Know, when he hits that in on 16 and it rolls Just in. goes in. All that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Bronner, you know, let's talk a little bit about, I'll, I'll give you 20 seconds for, for the spring game for Alabama. What, what's it looking like? Oh, man, more questions than answers at the quarterback position. Uh, Caleb Downs, freshman superstar at safety, is really good. Uh, really good freshman running back, and the weather was nice. That's There's your 20 seconds. There's your 20 seconds. <laughs> Perfect. You got a quarterback? <laughs> we have four of them, so, more, so uh, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll just have to see on that throughout the summer. And uh, the, the tide opens up with Texas again this year. Is that well, correct? Middle Tennessee State. Middle but, yeah, Tennessee first, State. First, game, first real game is Texas. Same thing. So. First, yeah, there you go, Billy. <laughs> well, uh, we are live here at uh, Terry Thompson Chevrolet in Daphne, Alabama. I have my man Neil Frazier, director of golf at Lakewood Golf Club, Billy Pomeroy, the club director at Lakewood Golf Club. And, Billy, I want to talk to you a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of action going on down at the Experience, the range down there at uh, at Lakewood and the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa. And I know a lot of people coming out to see you. Has everybody got big open arms and you're building up that clientele and everything, right? Oh, yeah. Well, they, uh, they, they're, yeah, we got uh, 1,450 members. Good and gosh. They're very active everywhere, playing golf. Uh, the golf course is in really, really good shape. The greens are fast, firm. And uh, that experience down there, what they've done with Neil's leadership to uh, uh, build a place where you can sharpen your game and work on your game, it's, it's big, so there's plenty of room and uh, lots of different uh, ways to work on your short game. And yeah. It's like you can go down there at every shot in the bag, get a lesson, get a club fitting, sit and watch the 65-inch TV, have a beer. And get home an hour and a half in time for soccer practice. It is truly an experience. And and I want to know, so how many times, I don't know how many balls I've hit on that range before, but I'm yet to hit the bell, you know, <laughs> and uh, about how many times is that? I've seen the names up there. We'd probably ring the bell once once every once a week, once every two weeks. Once every two weeks? Yeah, it'll ping and it rings, I'll tell you what. I need to get a bigger bell, though. I really, when I put that one out there, boy, it looked big when I was holding it, but boy, put it out there at about 130 yards. Did you explain it, to everybody kind of what, what, what you well, what we What we do is rather than put a Volkswagen out there, we thought, Something you know what, yeah. you know, let's put a bell out there on this big post, and if you ring the bell, you get a, get a free cart fee. 
First guy that rung the bell goes comes flying into the pro shop. I can't believe I won a cart. <laughs> no, 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 no. You won a cart. You won a cart fee. Yeah, a cart fee. <laughs> he thought he won Not a, a golf cart. cart. <laughs> he thought he won a golf cart. But anyway, so it gives you something to shoot at. You know, I mean, if you've ever been to Capitol Hill, they have that big flagpole in the middle. Yep. And that thing's about, you know, 12, 16 inches wide in the base. And I remember when I took the kids to an SJGT. They were pinging balls off that, and, that, and that's hitting probably five irons. And they're pinging balls off the off that flagpole and stuff. It was amazing. Well, it certainly. But, uh, but it just gives you something to shoot for. You know, if I had a Volkswagen, I'd put it out you there. You put it out there. I'll, uh, What's your car doing? You it, done with it? Yeah, you know, well, it's, all, it's almost it. Speaking of cars, we're here live at Terry Thompson okay, Chevrolet. Ty's got to have one in there. I got, I, got, I got to say this. You know, Ty's, you know, Johnny always says Ty's in there sharpening his pencil. He is literally in there sharpening his pencil right, right now. They got a lot of action going on out here at Terry Thompson. Uh, Chevrolet uh, here live in Daphne, Alabama. Once again, I'm Danny Spive. I'm hosting the show with Neil Frazier and Billy Pomeroy. Johnny Boy is at Texarkana Country Club with the Conference USA Championship and JJ and the UAB Blazers. We wish them well. I'm sure he'll let everybody know how that goes. we got a lot of golf to cover. Uh, a big weekend in golf. Of course, I just talked about the uh, Zurich Open. Davis Riley and Nick Hardy, first-time winners yeah, on the PGA great. Tour. What a great thing for them. Shoot a, a court or a tournament record, 258-30 under. under. You know, eclipsing the ever-present favorites of Patrick Cantlay and Xander Schauffele, yep. uh, who made a, a valiant uh, effort in, yep, in they retaining. Did. They did a good job. Adam Hadwin the, and Nick Taylor, the Canadian representation. Yeah, yeah Johnny texted me and said, make, like that. make sure you <laughs> mentioned them. And I did. And boy, oh boy, did they put on a show on the final day. They got a little hot. They actually parted the last five or six holes to shoot nine under 63. And true alternate shot, Neil, or as they call uh, in the in the foursomes match, but uh, you know a couple more coming down the stretch. But uh, Davis Riley made a great birdie on 17, the par three. Billy, after uh, you know a great party by Nick, uh, by Nick Hardy on 16, and uh, they closed the deal at 30 under par. They win 1.24. Two million dollars a piece. A piece. I, I thought at first that was split. No, that's you know, each. That, that's good money. That that's is very good money. Four for first, and I thought that was good per. I mean, I I always thought it was a lot less than that. And they got some good FedEx points, which is good for both. Four hundred FedEx yep. cup points yep. a piece. Yeah. So I thought it was great as far as person. Davis is a great player. It'll be oh. fun to watch him. Uh, I remember remember uh, the high school team playing against him when he was at PCS. Shot sixty. In a high school golf match, 60. I believe. And he's done it at Alabama. Yep. He's, now he's doing it on the tour level. Yeah, he, yeah. This, he's really started just getting it going this year. Last year, it seemed every year he was up there, or every tournament, he was up there in that top ten. Haven't seen his name quite as much this year, but it's great to see a win now um, and all that. Now, that doesn't get them an exemption in the Masters. Though, does no, it? it doesn't, but it does get them an exemption in the PGA Championship. Oh, really? I okay, did find yeah. that out Good. today because that was Good. one of my first questions, yeah. you know, is what exemptions are included. Now, it does get the two-year exemption. Uh, you know, on tour, which is great. Right. You know, always oh, great yeah. to have that two-year exemption. Jeez. And then with those FedEx Cup, uh, FedEx Cup points, um, you know, it elevates them to possibly, you know, make their way up with some more good finishes into some of the elevated events coming in 2024. And $1.2 million doesn't hurt either, Billy. Yeah, yeah money's money. Money's money. Well, I'll tell you what, there was plenty of money out there this weekend. You know, uh, congratulations to Lilia Vu, who won the um, major 
on the LPGA Tour, the Chevron. We'll talk a little bit about that. She played great. Also, we, uh, we'll talk about the Champions Tour and a first-time winner, Mark Hensby, and the Invited Celebrity Classic. But uh, we got a lot of golf to talk about, guys. But we'll be right back in just a little bit. I want to thank Miller Lite Golf Distributing Company, Terry Thompson, Chevrolet, McMurray, Contracting, LLC, Hancock, Whitney, Bank, Grand Hotel, Golf Resort, and Spa, Ford Lumber, Infirmary Health Systems, Dan Hart, LLC, Engineer, State Farm Insurance, Ward International, Felix's Bluegill, and Edwin Watts Golf Shots. We'll be right back here live from Terry Thompson Chevrolet on the John Ricchetti Miller Lite Golf Show. John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. And welcome back to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We are live at Terry Thompson Chevrolet in Daphne, Alabama. I'm Danny Spivey. I'm taking Johnny's place today as John is in Texarkana at the Conference USA Championship named volunteer coach for the UAB Blazers in their quest to win the Conference USA. Don't get up to hear Johnny about that. And that is the voice of of good buddy, Neil Frazier, director of golf at Lakewood Golf Club at the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa. Across from me right here, Billy Pomeroy, the club director for Lakewood as well. Neil, he made he put that in parentheses when he in, in capitals yeah, the, when when he sent that to me. He said, "Volunteer coach. I've been assigned as volunteer coach." No idea what that means. I can't wait to hear what that means. I really. I would that thing on Johnny's resume. I would venture to say it included a parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> and some kind of and some it. kind of meal program, huh? That's Ronald? right. That's right. I think he's. I should hope, He's yeah. probably the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Joined back in our studio, Michael Bronner here. Nick Wiggins <laughs> has got the bus and the keys and the fingers on the button and everything. And uh, Bronner, what do you think? You think Johnny got his own parking spot? I mean, that seems that's the bare minimum, no? Parking yeah, spot. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's in sports book. That would be like minus four hundred. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like John Rahm's odds to win Mexico this week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Speaking of that, good segue. You know, as we look back at the uh, Zurich Classic, we talked about that. Congratulations, Nick Hardy, Davis Riley, first-time winners on the PGA Tour. One point two four two million dollars each at four hundred FedEx Cup points, and they punched their ticket to the PGA Championship coming up. We got the Mexican Open we just talked about. Not a big field, but we do have John Rahm playing, Neil. Well, that's, you know, I mean, what are the odds? <laughs> the odds got to be pretty good because, I mean, he he, he takes over. But, I saw plus you know, 280 today. This is one of those things plus I talk about. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those things I talk about, though. None of the big names are going to those events. Mm-hmm. You know, back to the, the, the live tour thing, you know, we say, oh, geez, you know, the live tour, you know, takes away from these small sponsors at these smaller tournaments. Well, guess what? Look at this. They're not going to places like that. Back no. to Detroit. Back to Minneapolis. They're not playing in them. So, but anyway, I've, it still gives the other guys, new guys, a, a great opportunity to win, to make a little more money, get their year off. So let's hopefully, you know, maybe Robbie Shelton in the field, that crowd, maybe gives them a shot at a win. Well, and as we've heard, the guys got to get a chance to rest. 
I mean, look at Rory and, and after the Masters, the guys that were just, you know, saying, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. And then it gives an opportunity for the young guys. They need the right. Cinderella story. He led right? into it. He led into it. Okay. Billy, you, you, you had one of my notes today was to uh, talk about this. And, Brother, we're going to get your input, too. So, with that, and I'm not saying I had inside information, but I was over there and I was kind of up close personal with some of the guys over at the Zurich. And I was talking to Henry, my, you know, who's been a caddy 24 years out on tour. I did not know this, that I asked him what happened to Tom Hoagie, who is currently the 28th-ranked player in the world. And he's in all the elevated events, and he's in all the majors because of his victory, victories. And uh, But when he left the Masters to go to Harbortown, um, his clubs were destroyed. Now, it was in the news, but it was kind of like in the background. Anyway, he didn't play very good at Harbortown. They got over to the Zurich, and they played pretty good. He and Harris played pretty well. Yeah, they got attention on Saturday, and then, right. you know, had a few, few you know, pars coming in and uh, and just kind of fell behind. But we talked about the schedule, and, and he said, well, I asked Tom, Pogi, I said, you know, what's your schedule look like the rest of this year? And he said, well, I got, I'm skipping Mexico, and I'm actually going to skip the Wells Fargo Championship, which is May 4th through 7th in Charlotte at, uh, yeah. at Quail Hollow, right? It's a $20 million elevated event. <laughs> Poor caddy. Caddy, Henry's <laughs> looking at me, rolling his eyes, going, I can't believe he's skipping a $20 million event. You know? But it, it begged the next question that I asked him. And I said, you know, what would make you do that? You just need the rest? He said, I'd need the rest because, you know, as they get up with the way these elevated events are, they've kind of turned things. A lot of these guys made schedules last year or whatever, and you try to go and, and, and do these things. But you, you gear yourself now to not only if you're if you're in the four majors, you got to gear yourself to these elevated events. And, Billy, I'm going to go to you first. With the PGA Tour, and this was a topic earlier, you know, I was listening to some of the guys on, on PGA Tour talk about this on PGA Tour Radio, and... Do we need to have the Mexican Open, the Mexico Open? Do we should we just take a timeout one week, let everybody kind of reset and give everybody this? Or do we look at it this way? The PGA Tour has elevated a certain amount of people to give them a bunch of money, more money to play for, to combat the Live Tour players, right? But they're now saying these other little events are just support because it gives the little guys a yeah, chance. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like, why do you, why, do you need a JV a JV golf team. Of course you need a JV golf team. Do you need PGA Junior League? Of course you need that. I mean that that's that's the future of the game right there and those are the guys that uh that you know that you don't know where your next superstar is going to be and they got to have their opportunity to win and shine and be in the moment and get the opportunity to play and and then at the same time just like Davis Riley I mean, you know, now that he's eligible for the PGA Championship, I mean, I'm sure his whole mindset has changed for the next month cuz they'll be at Oak Hill and Oak Hill's a test of golf. They're going to be, you got to be, those guys, they're, they're getting their equipment dialed in. They're yep. getting their uh, shots dialed in. They're already starting to figure out what do I need to, to be working on the next two weeks to prepare for, uh, you know, second major of the year. So, Neil, it sounds like Billy's saying he likes the idea of the smaller venues, yeah. you know, smaller events, because it does give some it, of these it, guys it a chance, especially the Corn Ferry guys. A lot yeah. of the Corn Ferry guys will get in this tournament. Right, yep. And again, it does. But when you think of how they were beating up the live tour and the reasoning they were using behind it, it's like saying, you know, it, it's, it's just to me they're saying, well, that's going to take away from our other tournaments. Well, guess what? Not many people are going to watch the Mexican Open. There's only going to be a couple guys in the top 50 playing in it. So it's already kind of lost its luster. 
But here's my thing. You, you brought something up. You were talking about, oh, I'm tired. Think about back in the Nicholas days when those guys drove, not private jet, drove oh, yeah. to the event. Look at the hotels they probably stayed in. If you didn't make a cut or you didn't make your money, you slept in your car. These guys have it pretty darn good. And I can't see that you're getting that tired. I mean, look at back in the days. And that's what I say. Who's better, Nicholas or, or Tiger Woods and all that? Look how they traveled. Look how they lived. Look how they did it. Took their families with them and car, stuff like that. But, Social media, but, all that oh, stuff. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, it's a, but, but again, it, this is an opportunity for those other players to play. It's just everybody seemed to use and beat up the live tour about it. When these guys don't play those small events anyway, that top 50 they don't play. They play their 14 events and and go go other places. So, so Bronner, what do you think? Did you watch any of the li- did you see any of the live tour uh, highlights or anything? <laughs> I saw Chase channel, Ke- yeah. I saw Chase Kepka's ace. It looked electric out there. I mean, it Let it, me tell you, it was pretty cool. It was pretty exciting. I you know, it was down in all Grange, Australia, which the Grange yeah. Open, and you know, these guys and I'm going to I'm going to go back on something I said before, you know, on this show. You know, I've been a PGA guy my whole life. I love the PGA Tour. Grew up, I, I mean, it is a dream of mine. You know, it's a dream of my son, you know, and, and although we've had the we've talk, all, if he goes on a, the dream. Yeah, you know, if he goes on a on a tear and someone from Liv, you know, Liv's still around four or five years, they say, here's 25 million, we're going to have a serious conversation. You should have him take that, Danny. Yeah, well, well yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's already negotiated, brother. But uh, um, I'll negotiate that you know, for him for just a 1% fee. I, I I I had a hard time watching the the live tour on TV just because it's just different. It's strange, you know. Seeing some guys in shorts when I was out there Wednesday yeah. in the practice round, everybody had shorts on, even Patrick Cantlay, you know, in the practice round, and it seemed odd to me. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just maybe it's just it, it, you know a traditionalist kind of guy. But I will tell you something on Saturday. With a full crowd, I don't know how many were over there in, at the TPC Louisiana that day, but the hospitality tents were massive. They were packed. There was a lot of golf bros and golf chicks, or whatever you want to call. It. You know, that's what they dressed to the tilt, all kind of crazy outfits, having a great time. I heard all kind of chants. I saw people in matching outfits, and you know what? I kind of turned back when I watched this this live event. In Australia, and I, I, I checked it out. It was a very similar audience. It was a very similar audience that was growing in the game of golf. And I think post-COVID, we got so many new golfers right. coming in. You know, you guys are you know got a lot of business, a lot of traffic oh. during that time, a lot of new walkers, a lot of new merchandise oh. being sold, and all that. So. But if you look at go, go ahead, Billy. Well, Zurich Zurich is a major major sponsor for the tour, and uh, and they, they love uh, New Orleans, and and they're 100 percent behind uh, the Zurich Classic there. And I I don't know what the conversation is now, but I mean this is not a live golf this this setting that you're describing. They were talking about going back when they purchased or they renovated City Park downtown, right. and the, and the the idea back then was to make. Uh, the Zurich Classic be hosted, and that way they could transport uh, all the guests easily from easily. downtown New Orleans to, to the, the corner. Yes. Yeah, because it's, know, it's not easy out there. Is going on, yeah. but th- well, this this whole concept of fun entertainment it's uh, been around pretty pretty live. Yeah, but but again, before COVID, golf was in a downward spiral. 
So what was the idea? Here's Top Golf. Here's all these other things. Make golf fun, just mm-hmm. like Billy said. And you know what? Live Tour's doing it. So now the Tour's doing it. You see Arizona. Go ahead. I think we're Yeah, out. you're good. You hit the nail on the head. You we'll talk more fun. about that. We're going we're gonna to go to a little bit of a break here. and uh, But we are live at Terry Thompson Chevrolet in Daphne, Alabama. I'm Danny Spivey here hosting for the John Ricchetti Miller Lite Golf Show. We'll be right back. is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. And welcome back. You're listening to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. I'm your host this evening, Danny Spivey, as John is in Texarkana Country Club at the Conference USA Championship. The UAB Blazers have given John volunteer coach status (laughs) along with his assistant golf coach, his son, there you go. John Jr. I'm joined here in the big old bus live at Terry Thompson Chevrolet in Daphne, Alabama. Neil Frazier, director of golf at Lakewood Golf Club. To my right, across from me, Billy Pomeroy, club director at Lakewood Golf Club. Michael Bronner in the studio. Nick Wiggins behind the wheel here live at Terry Thompson Chevrolet. You know, when we went to break, guys, uh, we had a, a fascinating little conversation because when we at the last segment, we were talking about the new demographic of golfers post-COVID. And, you know, I call, call them golf bros and, 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 the, and the female aspect, the golf chicks yeah. who go out there. I mean, it, it is a vast group of 20-somethings to early 30s. Okay, that are out there enjoying golf. You go to any municipal golf course, yep. any pay-for-play play place, uh, you will find this demographic. And I had mentioned when I was over at the Zurich that, um, you know, just watching the, the crowds there on a Saturday. And now we were in New Orleans. The Zurich is a monumental sponsor, as Billy pointed out, of the PJ Tour and has been for quite a long time. New Orleans is a, a, a one I'm of the, down. <laughs> one of the great cities in in North America, you know, for whatever reason you want to say, um, and so they're they are full of hospitality, and and that's what you saw. But what I was specifically talking about, Brian, we're going to get your opinion back again, is, um, you know, comparing the way the Live Tour looked, and the fun, and this is post Masters too. Now, if the Live Tour would have tanked, every player in the Live Tour would have tanked at Augusta and missed the cut, this would have been a different conversation, I have a feeling. Yeah. There would have been different commercials. I think uh, maybe Rory McIlroy would have made the cut. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to get Bronner all fired up on Rory McIlroy. <laughs> but, we'll save um, that for next week. Yeah, we'll save that for next week. <laughs> but, um, you know, they did. We had a different dynamic. We had Kepka had the lead, got beat by the best player in the world. We had a 52-year-old or 53-year-old past champion at Augusta and live spokesperson, the controversial Phil Mickelson, who was dead market-wise, according to Johnny and a lot of us, yeah. six months ago. 
He has a rejuvenation. His coffee sale drinks, by the way, are through the roof right now, yep. in case anybody didn't know that. I followed that because the way he got a look and his body transformation yep. and, and how slender he is. But post that, Masters, we'll go to this. Looking at the, the crowds and the new demographic of golfers post-COVID, the golf bros and, and the female uh, uh, partners of that, if you're a PGA Tour player, this is the way I kind of led into it because you brought up uh, Happy Gilmore, Neil. I said, well, would you rather go watch Shooter McGavin play or Happy Gilmore? Because that's the way I see the PGA Tour and the Live Tour right now. Yeah. People want fun. They or want do you see, want to want see, see it long. both play in the same tournament? I think you want both. I mean, I think every every great player, every great team needs a rival. And, the, and this is making golf better. It's making it more fun. For it's making the PGA Tour better, and I'm sure right after the Masters, Live Golf was like, "How can we win another game?" And it's like your great, it's like rivalry, rivalry week, every uh, going on right now. I mean, Alabama versus Auburn. I mean, you don't think Auburn, you know, Alabama's keeping an eye on Auburn with Hugh Freeze and all the social media stuff that they got going on. And so, um, you know, we need rivalries, and I think it's great for golf. Bronner, what do you think? Are you a shooter or a happy guy? <laughs> you know, I lean more on the happy side of things there. But, <laughs> well, you're uh, a golf pro. Well, uh, well, if you if you want to call me that, I'll take that as a term of endearment. And it, is, it, is, it's it, a, it, it is. It is a t- term of endearment. That's uh, what I'm saying. No, but in all seriousness with the live thing, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's hard to really measure it because, I mean, obviously the event in Adelaide was a huge success, and it was great. The 12th hole, it was all well and good. I think they're kind of going to go back to irrelevancy. I mean, here's the thing. It looked cool. I didn't watch it. Like, I don't know anyone who did watch it. So it's kind of like I know the players enjoyed it, and I guess 90,000 people or whatever the number was went out to Australia. Wow. But I think a, lo- a large part of that is because well, Cam, these guys don't get to see Cam Smith. And all honestly, all of these guys, these big names that, you know, it's not like the PGA really holds events in Australia ever. So this was a special thing for Australia. You know, now they're going back to Singapore. No one, no one's going to these events in the U.S. Like I, So, and, and so again it's not like anyone in america is watching these events on tv so it seems like greg norman is going for more of an international business model which from a business perspective yeah i mean so i guess that's all well and good i just like i'm never like i think it's cool i think what they're doing is cool but i even for me who who's not gonna like uh disavow live completely because i think what they're doing is cool and i think it has been good for the game of golf ultimately to have both tours i'm still not going to care about live and like be a live guy like who, who cares hey Browner, did you watch usfl this weekend no of course not <laughs> there you go there you go just another just another well it's and, another and, game it's another rivalry like kind of like billy said. yeah yeah and and Bonner, i appreciate what you said there because i think you, you hit on something it's you know we t- we tend to get in these polar opposite directions you got to be one or the other right you know i think if you really love the game of golf and i think even if i took a poll in inside the bus here we just want to see the best players yeah. but that, that's it the best players playing against each other yeah. and and if we can move and that's why i thought that golf won when we did the postmaster show during the Masters. I think Augusta got it right by making sure they that them. they let the ones that were exempt get in. And we're going to see that the PGA Championship. I did ask my buddy Henry. I said, you know, when you guys were at Augusta and you saw maybe Kepko or Cam Smith or somebody walk up, what, 
you know, how did you feel? Was it like watching stormtroopers walk in or something? What was the vibe? You know, so like they were the enemy or this? He goes, he said, quite frankly, a lot of the players were glad to see him, and they've always appreciated these guys on, on how good they are. You, I mean, you don't think Tom Hoagie has respect for Brooks Kepko or a Cam Smith or anybody? Of course they do. Well, and they it's all live together that. down in South Florida. Yeah, they I mean, all they play, play against each they other. they got exactly. matches like, going on. They're just like a membership at a club. I mean, they all play. they got games, big money games. They're playing the back tees. Every Wednesday after 1 o'clock, I mean, it's the same for those guys. And they, they were glad to actually see them in a tournament. And they know that yeah. that they were going to have to bring their A game because yeah. they had a whole other group that was in there of, of really, really good players. Well, you're looking at the PGA uh, Tour schedule right now. We've talked about that. Of course, Mexico Open at Vedante. Uh, in Vallarta, Mexico, $7.7 million purse. John Ron is the defending champion. He won $1.314 million um, last year. He will be there this year. The next week, we go to an elevated event, the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow, where we will see uh, Roy McIlroy. He has nice. great success at that golf course. $20 million purse. Max Homa. And here's, here's the thing that I, I, I like looking at. I always like looking at the money breakdown. So $20 million purse this year. It was $8.6 million last year. Max Homa won $1.6 million this, last year. This it year. will You add another $2 million to that, and that is the winner's mm-hmm. share this coming time. Then I think you'll see some of the players take a little time off. You'll see some of them play in the AT&T, Byron Nelson, that next week. But the majority of the bigger players, I think, are going to be getting ready for Oak Hill Country Club, like Billy mentioned earlier. Rochester, New York, the PGA Championship, in which Justin Thomas is your defending champion. If you like to follow sports big at all, yeah. John Rahm is the betting favorite, of course, in that golf tournament. Although, is it snowing up there? I think it was snowing. I believe it was. I know it was in Michigan, so probably the next day it's coming down that way. But well, it was cool in North Alabama this week, so I'm sure it's you know it's cool up there in Rochester. Like I said, that's early time to have a major. But speaking of the live tour players, you will see you know pretty much the same ones, the same 17 or 18 that you saw uh, at the Master at Augusta. You will see at the PGA Championship. So we shall see. We are live here at Terry Thompson Chevrolet, the John Ricchetti Miller Lite Golf Show. A couple other things happened this week. We got, you know, Billy, we were talking to break, too. We've got uh, high school golf on our minds uh, locally in the state. The Alabama Golf Association has its state four-ball championship up at Limestone Springs in Aniana, Alabama. A lot of local players are going to be up there. I will be up there uh, playing with uh, my partner, Logan Ross. Uh-huh. No resistance game this Friday, then, I no, Yeah, no resistance game. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and my son, Jackson, will be up there yeah. with his partner, Ryan Wilson. We're looking forward to that tournament. And then also, next Monday, May 1st, we start the high school Alabama High School Athletic Association right. Boys and Girls. Road to the state championship this year, which is at Grand National in Auburn. And uh, locally we'll have, uh, I believe at Magnolia Grove, we have a host of teams playing in the regional. I believe that's 6 and 7A. I'll have to find out where the other ones are, but we'll be wishing the best of luck. And, of course, we'll have updates next Monday when Johnny gets back on that because they will be completing play around this time uh, next week. On the Miller Lite Golf uh, Scratch Tour, we played at Heron Lakes, Neil. 
Uh, Can I hear your name somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Did you scrounge out another one? I scrounged out yeah, another one. I was, I was going to. That's <laughs> awesome. Congratulations! But uh, it was a, it was a good time, and and everybody did a great job over there. Uh, Michael Johnson, I believe, shot in the regular division, shot one under par, oh, nice. and uh, played good. And I held off the KG KG veteran Wayne Gardner on his home yeah. track, you really? know, and he. He had me on the ropes there. I went on a little three-putt range. It was one of those days, five birdies and eagle and five bogeys. But, uh, um, you know, I ended up uh, being fortunate on the first playoff hole against Wayne, but he played tremendous. So congratulations to Wayne on a, on a well-played 200-par uh, uh, 70. And um, we've got a little bit of time off, and then we'll get back to that. On the Champions Tour, Mark Hensby gets his first Champions Tour event from Australia. Boy, I was watching that event. Connie and I went in to have lunch at Baumhauer's, and I was trying to figure that event out because I'm seeing Annika. Oh, it's Tony yeah. Romo. She's playing yeah. a points game. Yeah. They're all at the rest of them are all shooting out. I thought we were going to talk about Tony Romo and his victory. Yeah, well, there. Well, <laughs> well, he went. Well, exactly. Did we'll he get, win the celebrity side? Yeah. I guess? Yeah. he won the celebrity side. I and, couldn't figure it. And out. I want to talk about this because you know it was an interesting. I got confused too, Neil. But we'll break that down. We are live at Terry Thompson Chevrolet, the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. I'd like to thank Miller Lite Golf Distributing Company, McMurray Contracting, Hickok Whitney Bank, Grand Hotel, Golf Resort and Spa, Ford Lumber. And Infirmary Health Systems. We'll be right back on the Miller Lite John Ricciotti Golf Show coming up next. is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. And we are on the back nine as we are live at Terry Thompson Chevrolet in Daphne, Alabama. You're listening to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. I'm your host, Danny Spivey, filling in for John Ricchetti as he is at Texarkana Country Club at the Conference USA Men's Golf Championship. He was given volunteer coach status. He texted me again. I have to say it three times every hour, I guess. But uh, he's probably streaming the show. Yeah, he's streaming yeah. the show. Counting. That is the voice of Neil Frazier, director of golf at Lakewood Golf Club at Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa. Billy Pomeroy, the club director at Lakewood is joining us as well. Nick Wiggins has got the bus keys up here in front of me, and my man Michael Bronner back at the studio studio pressing the buttons. You know, we were talking about the Invited uh, uh, Celebrity Classic before we went to break, and I was mentioned Mark Hensby got his first day Australian, got his first. Now, I remember Mark Hensby. I watched a lot of Mark Hensby going, you know, especially on the, you know, the European tour, you know, I think I was watching it, you know, I mean, 4 o'clock in the morning, you'd catch, see Mark Hensby back in the early 90s hitting, hitting drivers. But uh, he uh, won on the fourth playoff hole uh, over Charlie Wee from uh, South Korea. I remember watching Charlie Wee playing. But a lot of eyes, Billy did a little research, Billy Parmore across from me, on the celebrity aspect. Because, like you, Neil, I got a little confused yeah. on what was going on because I kept seeing this, that, and the other, and they would switch back to points. But Billy got an update on his, uh, uh, Tony Romo played pretty well that final round, didn't he? Yeah, four under. Wow. This is like we were talking earlier. You look at these players, a lot of football players, a lot of baseball players on this list. 
guys that still want to compete. They love to compete. You know, and that leads us back to our topic earlier in the show of who's our new golf demographic, okay? And, and Billy, you said something real interesting. And, and you know, and broader, you know, when I say golf bro, it isn't a, a, a term of endearment. And the way I, I describe a golf bro is if you're on Instagram, you see golf bros and golf trips all the time. You know, it's oh, yeah. a certain age bracket, decked out in really nice clothes. Yep. Just nice hats. All the good technology. All, all the technology. Nice been golf bags. Been club bags. fitted. Yep. Well, if that's the, the qualifications, Danny, I actually don't fit the. I know. <laughs> but you, you know, we got to get you hooked up. We'll get Johnny to hook you up. Um, but, you know, and, you know, coincidentally, well, it, we're going to mark this. What is this? April 24th, 2023. The Golf Bro uh, developed its importance, I would say, about a year and a half ago, 18 to 24 months ago. We're going to see in 15 years, because I'm saying that demographic, Neil, and you, Sam, stand me if I'm corrected. Correct me. Uh, I'm going to say 26 to 34 years old is our typical or 30. Yeah. I think you get to 35. You're, you're kind of in the swing of life a little bit. You've probably been in your second job now if the first one didn't stick, you know, or something like that. And uh, you got a little disposable income, got a little extra debt. But these new, newly married, whether you're, you know, male yeah. or female or whatever, whichever one of you would like to play golf or both, I always tell, uh, you know, any any ladies I meet to get into golf that are in that age bracket, if you like to play golf, you need to marry somebody or be with somebody that enjoys golf, too. Because most spouses don't understand that it takes not just four hours to play a round of golf. It's it takes sick. about seven. Yeah. By the time you drive there, you get ready, all you the pre have one drink afterwards. One drink afterwards, him haw, settle the bets, and, you know, you, you leave at 1 o'clock for a 1 o'clock tea time. You leave at 11, you get home at Eight. Yeah. You know, and that's just the way it is. You leave at eight, you get home at three, you miss baseball. <laughs> you miss yeah. baseball. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny. My son, Spancio, he's, he's getting ready to turn 25. He calls up and says, Dad, you want to go play? Ryan Merritt's in town and his girlfriend, and she's a golfer. You want to go play? And I said, well, sure. Let me see what we've got. And he goes, well, no, we want to go up to Fairways Golf and hit inside and do it, you know, on the screen and yeah. do all that. I'm like, oh, Okay. You know, I, I mean, it just, it, it's, it, it, because they can do it faster. They can do it faster, you know, things like that. Well, and you get your numbers, you can see what yeah, your ball speed, right. club that's speed right. is. Yeah, and again, that's what, they all love that stuff. That's why, you see, they all can get it on their phones now, and they got these, little, I mean, oh, yeah. it's amazing, all that stuff, and, and that's what they want. And it's and you got the different. top golf sensation, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been tremendously successful in certain markets. You know, we have one to just enter, you know, get yeah. right to enter in the, in the mobile market in this, this area, and we'll, we'll kind of see what happens there. But you're exactly right. That's one of those yeah. experiences. You pay a little extra. You get the flight simulation. Yeah. You get the ball yes. speed. You get all that. You can rent a bay. The food's for, great the, right there. You know, you, you got. You don't have to worry about getting the ball in the hole. Right. Yeah, you get the hole. Turn it off. 30 yards. It's 30 feet <laughs> wide, you know. But, you know, they have done the trails, done a little bit of analysis, Sunbelt Golf, that they're not getting many switching over from top golf to, to regular grass golf. golf. Yeah. People aren't switching over. It's a very small percentage. Um, they tried to do a deal after so many top golf. You got a, a round of golf on, on the trail and stuff, and uh, people don't take it up. You know what? It's hot. There's bugs. There's bugs. You know, it's you know, slower. You know, yeah. You know, and it's, you know, it's all that. So anyway, it's but again, back to make golf fun. You know, and like you said, the music going on. I heard that that Hargrove tournament we just had on Friday. We had double shotgun. We had there was a barbecue stuff cooking every three holes. 
a bar every three holes, music blaring out of every cart. I mean, it's just fun. Well, look, I mean, at, look at your most popular it, formats or scrambles. Yeah. Everybody signs up two-person, three-person, four-person. Yeah. yeah. Just scramble. having fun. Scramble, scramble. Got out to play, you know, and you mentioned that. I got out to play a little bit yesterday over at Steelwood and uh, late afternoon, and Jackson texted me, and, of course, he was there all day and, and you know, with some of his buddies. And so uh, my buddy Ryan called me, and he had a couple friends in. New to the game. They love to play golf. They're not very good. So we just suggested to them just to have fun in that emergency, emergency nine. Yeah. Uh, why don't you two just play, you know, we'll divide the divided teams up. I backed out, went on home. They divided up, played a scramble, the back nine, just a two-on-two. Yeah. They enjoyed it so much mm-hmm. just to get out there and do it and just yeah. just have that experience. So I get to go hit where Jackson's ball is. Great. Awesome. I don't <laughs> want to go down the swamp and look for it. Exactly. Well, guys, it's been a great pleasure having you both here. Neil Frazier, Billy Pomeroy from Lakewood Golf Club. For Michael Bronner back in the studio, Nick Wiggins here. John Ricchetti, good luck to you in the UAB Blazers. They don't win. They will be all over. We're going to be all when they get fired. But uh, we want to appreciate our sponsors, of course, Terry Thompson, Chevrolet here, Miller Light and Golf Distributing, McMurray Contracting, the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa, State Farm Insurance, Tim and Paul Simmons, Ward International Trucks, Felix's Bluegill, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, and Edward Watts golf shops. Johnny will be back next week here live on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. Have a great evening. Bye-bye, everybody.